My name is Charlie, and I'm a marijuana addict. I've been sober for over six years, but the inner pothead in me still lives and craves. It desires so badly to have that excuse just once to use marijuana again. I'd be lying if I said that I didn't think about using marijuana basically daily. The difference between now and back in my heavy using days is that these cravings don't own me. They've lost their power. People have asked me what enabled me to get out of the grips of my addiction. I can tell you, it wasn't willpower. In fact, I was stuck in a vicious cycle of willpower. My ambitions, dreams, and desires were fueled by these beautiful fantasies that I'd have when I was high. The ideas I would get all seemed so amazing in the moment. I'd start into a project and then, a few months or weeks or even days later, I'd find that the idea had lost its steam. Does this pattern sound familiar? If so, you may have a problem with marijuana. We all want to have more, to do more, to be more than we currently are. And paradoxically, marijuana does two things. First, it increases our desires, making us pursue things that are out of our reach. And then second, it makes us less effective at achieving our goals. Finally, it ends up making us feel comfortable with our failure, because we can always go back to that blissful state of hopeful dreaming once again. If you're like me, you've tried to quit before. You've made promises to yourself and come up with clever ways to get yourself to stop smoking. You've thought about getting serious about your life. You've made promises to other people about cutting down or controlling your usage. But the harder you try to get a grip on your using, the tighter its grip became on you. One of the biggest reasons I think we struggle so much with any addiction, really, and especially the things like marijuana, is that we know that deep down they have a good side and that at one time they might have actually brought out a good side of us. Maybe they helped soften the blow of a particular trauma or made us more outgoing, less awkward. Maybe we became more creative or at least felt more creative. Maybe we just had a great time laughing and making things with our friends. For me, I loved the flow of ideas and visuals that came to me while I was high. I saw things that I had never dreamed of I wrote songs and poems, and my friends praised them and were genuinely astonished by what I had just come up with, stream of consciousness. Some of those poems and musical recordings still hold up pretty well under scrutiny, and yet rather than recognizing that there are both positive and negative effects of cannabinoid molecules on our minds and bodies, the addict will vacillate between idolizing it and demonizing it. We want to either be able to say, this is good, and then use it to extremes, or this is evil and quit cold turkey. The thing is, to call it evil and then try to detach from it in this way effectively kills a part of us, a part of our identity that we can't and shouldn't live without, the part of us that genuinely loves this plant and the feelings that it gave us. I discovered that fellowship with other marijuana addicts gave me a new identity and a setting where I didn't have to use, but I could still talk and relate to people who agreed in one form or another that marijuana was pretty awesome. So awesome, in fact, that we abused it until it became eh, not so awesome. The universal tendency of substances is to lose their effects over time. It's called tolerance, but I think that a better name is desensitization. We become numb to the effects of the drug, and soon we need a higher and higher dose just to get back to our old baseline that was normal before we ever abused marijuana. 
For me, it took a long time to become truly desensitized to the effects of marijuana. Sometimes I'd get my tolerance back by taking a little tolerance break. Until one day, I found that I couldn't tolerate even the shortest tolerance breaks that were needed to recalibrate my endogenous cannabinoid receptors. Our bodies evolved with this delicate system of hormones and neurotransmitters that can easily get out of whack. Some people become dysregulated or thrown out of equilibrium by just the events of life and find that cannabis can act as a perfect automatic stabilizer. It brings us back into alignment or homeostasis, at least short term. The only problem is that this doesn't usually last long term. Instead, the exogenous substance just masks the signs and inner feelings that we would otherwise be forced to confront. The awareness that our lives are not what they should be. We stay in bad relationships. We eat junk food or put up with emotional abuse from a crappy job. Or in my case, we're content to just keep rehashing the same stupid dreams over and over and over again on paper while coming up short in the real world. This isn't to say that marijuana doesn't ever hand us a few small victories or creative ideas, which then continue to enable our living in fantasy land, where we can ignore all the data and real-world feedback that's piling up to contradict our preferred narrative. But putting aside these little epiphanies, the longer arc is one of steady decline into mental mediocrity. I've always hated the stereotype of the stoner or pothead. I prefer to think of myself as a marijuana connoisseur because smoking weed genuinely didn't turn me into a couch potato or a skater dude or a burnt-out hippie. I was none of these things. Instead, I was a chronically single, slightly erratic, but ultimately earnest 20-something trying to figure out where to apply my energy to maximum effect. I needed marijuana to blunt my edges and come down from caffeine highs. I call myself a recovering pothead not because I embrace the stoner stereotype, but because I believe that we have to come to peace with our identity as marijuana lovers without indulging in the actual habit that gave us the dysfunctional identity in the first place. We have to find ways to reclaim the natural functioning of the endocannabinoid system and resensitize ourselves to the wonders of sober reality so that we can naturally experience the benefits that we first loved about marijuana. For me, this is a threefold path. First, improving our diet and exercise and bringing them back into alignment with our nature as humans. Second, building a consistent prayer and meditation habit as a means of establishing conscious contact with a higher power. And finally, following our dreams and letting our higher power help us rebalance our priorities so that we can actually achieve them, not let them turn to ashes.